Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm here from the Relaxation Lounge. And love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tricks and ideas to lower the stress in your life because you know what? Stress is just not good. And today I've got a woman named Stephanie, who's a certified health coach and behavior change specialist for nearly two decades and has assisted and supported more than a thousand adults in making healthy changes and sustainable lifestyle changes. So welcome, Stephanie. Hi, Denise. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. Thank you. So what inspired you to do this type of work? So I was inspired to move into the health and wellness space after a short career in retail management. So my first job out of college was a manager in training position for a national retailer. And pretty soon after that, I was promoted to open up a brand new store in a new market. So essentially do things from the ground up. And I had, you know, a lot of realizations during that time, one being that I felt a lot of stress. So my body was under a lot of physical stress. I was working 60 to 80 hour work weeks for a very long time. I was unloading trucks every week full of merchandise, stocking the store. A lot of what we sold was furniture. And so there was a lot of heavy lifting. Um, So it kind of took a toll on my body. I also experienced a lot of mental stress just from daily operations, staffing, scheduling, budgeting, um, people management, employee turnover, people calling in sick, um, the nature of a customer service role. You know, there's never a dull moment in customer service. And then I just felt the pressure of expectations from upper management. So Um, You know, we had little counters on our door at the time, counting the number of customers that would come in. And there was an expectation that we would convert a certain percentage of them to buyers. So I just felt a lot of pressure, a lot of stress that inspired my transition into the health and wellness space. Um, I recognize that, you know, we all have stress. We all have responsibilities. I think for me, I realized that I didn't have the tools to cope with the amount of stress I was feeling. I didn't know how to handle it. I was overwhelmed. I was sleep deprived. I was anxious. Um, I lost a lot of weight, which wasn't healthy for me. I was having gut issues. And I just knew that this was, you know, not the best path for me. I remember wishing that my company had some kind of tools or resources or programs where I could learn about handling stress and getting through my day. Um, in a better and healthier way, because I knew that if I was able to do that, I could become a better manager. I remember attending regional manager conferences every year and just thinking, you know, this would be the perfect opportunity for somebody to come in for an hour at some point in those two to three days and really teach us how do you take better care of ourselves or teach me a breathing exercise that I was reading about that I could do even just, you know, in the bathroom for one minute in the midst of the chaos. And um, I I had a realization that I wanted to be that person. I wanted to be the person that came in and helped others manage their stress. I didn't know how to do it yet. So I knew I had to learn that first, but 
that was really important to me. And so I decided to go back to school, learn all I could. I went back for a second degree. I studied health promotion and wellness. Um, In that curriculum, I studied exercise, physiology, nutrition, psychology, stress management, behavior change. And in my behavior change course, I had my first coaching clients. And so I got to help others make their own healthy lifestyle changes. I was doing the same in my life and I just fell in love with the process. I fell in love with behavior change in general. It was just, you know, really intriguing and fascinating to me. And from there I went into health coaching full-time fast forward 20 years later, I'm still health coaching. I'm still in the health and wellness space. And I would say that I've spent 15 of the last 20 years working in some type of employee wellness program, because that's really what That was kind of the missing piece that I felt I had at that time. So that was really important to me. And through that, I've adopted a make small changes approach to change. So I feel like making healthy lifestyle changes, positive changes to your life, it shouldn't be added stress. It shouldn't feel stressful on top of, you know, already stressful lives. Wow. You know, and that's the thing. I think people that do work in retail have to have a passion for it because I know I couldn't do it myself. Right. Even going through a drive-thru yesterday for coffee, this poor woman, I mean, she's taking the orders, giving out the orders. So she's dealing with people on one end, dealing with people on the other end. And people aren't the nicest at the times. And I did. I said to her, I go, you know, you're amazing. You know, and she's like, what do you mean? I go, I couldn't do your job. (laughs) That's probably amazing for her to hear. You're, You're on all the time. Oh, exactly. So now... When you were in that stress mode, what are some of the changes you made in your life to change that? So I really, I read a lot of books and I learned a lot about breathing, meditation. Um, I I started going to therapy to learn how to manage stress, learn how to manage anxiety. I, from the books I read, I cut down on caffeine. Um, I... I just did as much as I could to help myself relax. Um, Not going to say it was easy. You know, I'm still kind of on that journey, but those were a few of the small changes that I made for myself. Okay. So let's talk about small changes then. Yes. So my approach to change is making small, gradual, and realistic changes. Um, If I, or somebody wants to start an exercise routine, you know, we're not starting Monday with, five to seven days of exercise, you know, 30 to 60 minutes. It's let's aim for two five-minute walks this week, or let's take, let's spend one minute meditating, just really focusing on small changes that are sustainable, no matter what your day throws at you. Again, I don't feel like it should be stressful to, to become healthy. Um, And I think the smaller the change, the less motivation we need to make those changes and the less resistance there is to making those changes, which is, which is really, really important. And now how do you find that? Because I know a lot of people, they just go, okay, I'm going to make this change and they dive in, you know, both feet first. And what is their success rate compared to making the small changes? So I would say from my experience in working with clients, very low success rate. So I end up I feel like health coaching is kind of people turn to a health coach when they're so frustrated with everything else they've tried. You know, they've tried diets, they've tried dieting teaches drastic changes. Um, I've worked with people who have had, you know, quote unquote, quick fixes and surgeries, and, and they're still trying to really change to create lasting results. And so 
a lot of it is just a mindset shift. A lot of it for people is just, um, just being so frustrated with the process that they are willing to try something else. Yeah. It's just kind of like the new year's resolutions. Yeah. All of that list. I'm going to be a new person. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Now, what kind of mindset shifts does this require or what kind of change, small changes can you recommend that people do? So I think starting with small changes, as far as some examples, um, you know, there's a lot of different things somebody can try. I think some examples would be maybe just picking out uh, one task or one job or project throughout the week and maybe asking one person for help on that project. So practicing that. It could be focusing on sleep, maybe going to sleep five minutes earlier or 10 minutes earlier, a few nights during the week, or maybe on the weekend, if that's an easier time to get more sleep. It could mean finding ways to unwind. So maybe it's getting back to a hobby or, um, you know, some kind of activity that's important to you that fuels you, but maybe you haven't felt like you have the time to do. Maybe it's painting, maybe it's doing a puzzle. Um, It it could be anything. Um, I think it's important to find ways to comfort yourself. So maybe it's finding one small way to comfort yourself at the end of the day. Maybe that means wrapping yourself in your blanket and just telling yourself what you wish somebody else was telling you. A small change could mean expressing thoughts or feelings. Maybe it's journaling at the end of the day or journaling at the end of the week for five minutes or setting up a phone call with a friend just to vent. Um, It could be finding small ways to release tension in your body. So for me, I like to lay on a lacrosse ball on the floor and roll out the knots in my back. So, you know, there's a lot of different options. It's really finding what's realistic for you and kind of asking yourself, you know, what do what do I need? What what do I really need right now? And then as far as mindset shifts in regards to small changes, I think it's really important to to know and trust that small changes really do matter. They really will make a difference. This can be really hard if we have perfectionist tendencies, if we tend to think in all or nothing terms, if we're used to making those drastic changes and setting the resolutions and and doing diets, it can be hard to kind of shift into that. But focusing on on a small change, if I decide that I'm going to take deep breaths for one minute every day, at the end of the month, that's 30 minutes I've spent relaxing and calming myself when I might not have gotten those 30 minutes in if I didn't believe that small changes matter. So it's, we end up doing something instead of nothing. Um, I think it's important to recognize that every minute of the day is an opportunity to check in and ask ourselves, you know, what do I need right now? What, what could be helpful right now? And then I think it's important to understand that change in the real world is not going to be perfect and it's not going to be glamorous. So I might envision a meditation habit or a relaxation habit being, you know, sitting with my lights off, candles lit, soft music in the background. But the reality is it might mean me driving into my garage after work, shutting off my car, setting timer on my phone for one minute and just closing my eyes and taking deep breaths before I walk into the house. So change in the real world is going to be a lot different than maybe we envision or, you know, wish. And maybe that happens someday. Um, A Zen garden sounds amazing, but it might not happen, you know, right now. And that's okay. Now, when someone wants to make these small changes, are there any tips or techniques that you can offer to 
get them to actually perform these little changes? So planning is definitely important. So deciding ahead of time, what is the small change that I want to make and focus on and deciding how we're going to make that happen. I recommend starting with one small change at a time, taking it one week at a time. So pick your change, focus on it for that week, kind of check in with yourself at the end of the week. How did it go? Was that too much? Could I do more? You know, what, what might I change up a little bit? Practice is important. Just really considering everything practice. We're not going to be experts right away. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to feel natural. So practice is important. And then if we're doing something specifically for stress release or for stress management, practicing during those times of lower stress is going to be helpful because then it'll be, it'll come to us a little bit easier and more natural during those stressful times when maybe we really need it. I think it's important to experiment, just find what's going to work for you, pick a small change, nothing set in stone. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Maybe you want to try something else. And then really focusing on making what you want to do as easy as possible to follow through with. So if I want to read a book at night instead of browsing on my phone, do I have that book? Have I purchased the book? Do I own it? Have I checked it out from the library? Is it sitting on my bed when I walk into my room at the end of the day so I remember that that's what I was going to do? Just really creating a conducive environment to change and really helping yourself follow through with those with those behaviors. That's great. Great Great. information. Because you know what? A lot of times, yeah, just I'm going to do this, but then, okay, now I got to go to the library. Now I got to do this. Now I got to do that. And it's like sort of setting yourself up for, for, for that change and for that positive switch. Right. Yep. Now when someone does fail and they don't do it, because a lot of times, especially women that are entrepreneurs or stressful women, we never have the time, you know, what can we do if we do start slacking? So I personally don't believe that failure exists. I don't believe I don't believe failure is a thing. I believe there's learning. There's no failing, there's learning. So, you know, why why didn't this work out? What was it about my day? Could a different day work better? Could a different time work better? Could a different change work better? Just really being persistent, being patient with yourself, understanding that change is hard. You know, we've repeated certain behaviors so many times, I, I oftentimes give the example of dessert. You know, if I've eaten dessert after dinner every night for the past five years, I've done that more than 1800 times. And that's a lot. That's a lot of times. And so we're starting from zero with new behaviors and new habits. And it's going to take some trial and it's going to take some experimentation. And we learn a lot along the way. Absolutely. Now, I understand you have a free mini course that you're offering people. Can you talk a little bit about that? I do. I have a free mini course, um, but I also have a small change guide, which might be of more interest to your listeners. So I have on my website, a free download, which I believe you'll send the link out to. It's a small changes for relaxation and stress relief guide. It's a 14 page guide filled with 70 different ways to relieve stress, comfort yourself during stressful times, all without food, because I work with a lot of people who are trying to establish healthy eating habits, potentially lose weight. Um, So it's a book of ideas and a great resource to just look through to decide what might work for you as far as making a small change in your life. That's awesome. Because a lot of times when we do want to do something, 
it's neat to have those different ideas. And yes. I mean, I know when I'm creating, I'm creating a mobile app that has different practices on it. It's nice to have that variety, you know, because one day I know for myself, when I do my morning routine, one day, you know, meditation works for me. Other days it doesn't, you know, other days I need something a little more physical or a little more upbeat or that's great. So Absolutely. now this, yeah. So we're going to wrap this up. What are your words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with the audience today? So I would say stay flexible, stay patient, focus on one small change at a time. Um, Change is hard, but you can make it as easy as possible by picking those small changes and adopting them in a really realistic and sustainable way into your life. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. Amazing information. Now, wherever you're watching or listening to this, I will have Stephanie's information and her contact information. So feel free to reach out and ask any questions that you may have. So thank you so much, Stephanie. It was great talking to you today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.